Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? It is episode 122 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So this week, your band played Beatles Fest. I went to Beatles Fest. Yeah. I didn't see your band. Right, no. Right. But that wasn't by design. Mm-hmm. I guess if I really want to think about it, which it, it did dawn on me, I will have to admit that I was arguing back and forth. With, we, we couldn't get a babysitter until 7. But I was confident that you didn't go on until 8.30 or 9 o'clock. And I thought to myself, you know what? I could go back and listen to the podcast because I remember you saying <laughs> something. And I'm like, I'll just text them. Yeah, but but I probably texted you. You were already on stage. It's or way over there. The <laughs> podcast is all the way in your phone. Right. Which is on you. Right. Right. No. So you, I texted you at probably, I don't know, 6.30. And you said, yeah, we played at 5.30. We're already done off the stage. Yeah. And yeah. it's over. It was after I had like unloaded my gear and stuff because obviously I wasn't checking my phone at that time in mid-show. mid But yeah, I played kind of early. So actually there was a festival going on at... Uh, my, my wife gave me the option. She tried to... Uh, lure me into going out for the night and saying like, Hey, you know, maybe we'll check out Beatles Fest and then maybe we'll go to, you know, eighteenth Street Brewery for some food and drink and then maybe mm-hmm. we'll end it at Twin Cade thinking that like in my mind, it's like a kid. The last thing you hear, you know, like when you tell a kid, would you rather have you could say chocolate or strawberry. If the last thing you said was strawberry, they will always say strawberry. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So if you said chocolate or a piece of dog shit, they'll go, oh, piece of dog shit, of course. <laughs> right. However, like however your inflection is. So she tried, it. yeah, she tried to bait and switch me by making me forget about the idea of going to Hammond and to Beatles Fest with Twin Cade, which being the last mm-hmm. thing she said. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going for it. That was the dangling carrot. Right. That but then she's carrot. like, but, ben, but Ben's going to be there and it'd be good for the show. And I'm like, Twin Cade? We <laughs> yeah. can just forego everything else and just go straight to Twin Cade if that's what you want to do. Like, what like, if I let you listen to Beatles music on the way to Twin Cade? <laughs> well, so ultimately we're arguing. So we get on the road, we get a babysitter, we get on the road, and she's like, "Well, there's another music festival in Highland. So if you don't, if you're not into the Beatles thing, we can go there." And I'm like, "So ultimately, like, what does this come down to?" She's like, oh, "I just want to sort of be out and about and like hear live music. I don't really care where it's at." Yeah, Ben's playing at this other thing, but uh, we already missed that. So It's the last um, days of summer, man. She wanted to get right. out and, and, and burn some. I like it. So I didn't, but I, <laughs> I so I, I didn't I definitely didn't want to go to the Beatles Fest. I was like, you know, if Ben's definitely if that if I already Thanks missed again. if I already missed that, then really there's definitely no reason to even yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had already made my apologies to you, so I was like, Hey, we're good. No, I wasn't. I didn't think well, you were coming at all. So, so- <laughs> No, I mean, like, like in a weird way, I just didn't think you were coming because so, of all the things you just said. Because so, of all the reasons you've never come before. You don't like the Beatles that much. Right. You don't no, like going I, out I to festivals that right. much. Yeah. You know what? So you know me better than she does. Because I told her, I go, why would you even ask me that? I hate the Beatles. I'm not a big fan of festivals. I don't like people. Yeah. I wouldn't think that me playing would be enough to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't take it poorly. <laughs> okay. So she says, well, there's another one at the uh, Highland at the, you know, the square. 
uh, their little yeah, like, gazebo, gazebo or whatever. And she goes, there's a ska band there. What? And I go, what? And she's like, yeah, it's like a charity for, I don't know, it was like, you know, some animal charity or something like Dogs that. Dogs with ALS or something? Uh, whatever. And she goes, so it was funny because the, the one thing she, she says, there's a bunch of bands. There's like seven or eight bands. And there's a ska band there. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not 15. I'd like, I don't, that definitely makes me, I'd rather see the Beatles. Yeah, what do you do? But I like Scott. Like, what do you That's do fine, but I mean, I, do, I don't like Scott now. I don't have my checkered gear, man. I can't go to that. You would be I'm a 40-year-old man. You can't listen to Scott. Well, I mean, that, you can at your house. That kind of, like, okay, one of my Mount Rushmore bands, like one of my favorite bands is Deftones, and it has been for a long, long time. But I miss them often when they come to town now because I'm like, I, I, I love them. But what am I going to do while they're playing? Like, do I just, like, I don't... Don't say the M word because it doesn't exist in my... In, in my uh, well, I don't, yeah, vocabulary. that's, I mean, I guess technically that's on the table, you know, uh, it rhymes with nosh, right? And but it's like, I really want to go see him, but then I feel like an old fuddy duddy if I'm the guy that just hangs out by the bar and watches the band. I wouldn't if it was like, um, do you remember that Simpsons Lollapalooza episode where they were like, it was like, um, uh, were they roast Lollapalooza? Yeah, I do, I was, well, and they yeah. were like all the teens with the angst were just had their arms crossed and were like <laughs> yeah. swaying back. That's what I imagine is the other option, like shoegaze music. Yeah, pretty much. They they have. Um, and I did see Slow Dive once. <laughs> talk about shoegaze music. <laughs> and, uh, it was awful. Well, Deftones has sometimes been referred to, I think, as shoegazy. Really? Yeah, I. Once it gets that uh, nuanced, <laughs> I go. I don't know. It's just a <laughs> yeah, band I, I, I like, right. you know. Well, at South Park, they have the goth kids who just kind of sway back and mm-hmm. forth, and they shake their hair out of that's, their face and talk about how life is pain. That's sort of the only other option. Besides, now, but here's the difference: now you can at least have a beer in your hand, so you yeah. can at least be like, "Well, I, I would be out there on the floor, but hey, I don't want you know, you got it's a beer, be responsible." That adults use for everything, right? right? Yeah, I do for you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm at a birthday party for my kids, but I got two beers in my hands. <laughs> yeah, no, but so when Deftones come to town. Uh, I get excited. I go, oh man, I should go. But then I'm like, well, who's going to go with me? And like, right. do I bring someone like a younger relative? And if they want to mosh, like, I think the last time I went to see local H or Toadies or somebody he was getting a little bit crazy. And I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to go in there. <laughs> and it's like, I could. Is there a seat somewhere? Well, it, when I was, when I was younger, it's like, oh man, that looks crazy in there. Like, oh, like let's go or, or, or don't go. But it definitely looks crazy. Now I'm like, oh, there's some assholes right. running around. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't have the same feel to it. So anyway, you know, she was like, yeah, yeah, you know, there's a ska band. And I, I was telling her, um, I, I forget what the name of the band was, but ska bands, one of my favorite things about ska bands is they always use the word ska in the name of the band. That's one of your you know, favorite like, things? Ska-pone or No, I always think it's funny how they're creatively, like, put the yeah. name of their band. But, yeah. So I was like, beyond that, I'm not interested. So with that being said, she's like, well, your the Beatles Fest was – because we didn't buy tickets early. It was $20 a piece. And it was already yeah. 7 o'clock when we were, like, getting there. So the fest was only till I think, 11 maybe. Mm-hmm. And the Highland Fest was only till 9, and it was free. So she's like, well, let's go to the Highland Fest. If it's not happening, then we'll step. We'll go to the Beatles Fest. So my argument was, well, if we spend an hour at the Highland Fest, our $20, $40 is going to go far less at the Beatles Fest. So, you know, now you're into one of those things where you don't want to pay, me personally, don't want to pay $40 to stay for an hour. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Think, if I, I don't have next to. year, if I'm involved at all, I'm certainly going to promote the buying early tickets. Because I wasn't as aware either. I was just more worried about right. what I was doing. But then people were calling me the night before and going, hey, dude, should I buy them now? And uh, so next year. We'll- I think that's always the smartest place to buy them it early, right? It always is. 
But anyway, uh, so we drove past the Highland Fest at 7 o'clock, whatever the name of it was, and there was a band on stage and maybe like 40 people, all probably in their 60s, probably, you know, aunts and uncles of those bands. And that was real big fish has lost a step. We're out. We're out. (laughs) So we beelined it up to Hammond. And I'm like, old people in Gwen Stefani outfits, like kicking her. I'm like, where is this Wolf Lake? You know? And she's like, no, it's at uh, Hoban and Rimbach. I'm like, no, that can't be right. Yeah, that can't be right. Yeah. And that's where it was. So yeah. I, cause I go, that's, I know that the homeless bird bath is up there. I don't know where Yeah, the hobo splash pad is right there on the corner. <laughs> right. And it's like, normally we go there where a bunch of people just hang out aimlessly. And so that's makes perfect sense. Like we'll go there and then we'll also play. We'll already be there. We'll already be hanging out. Makes sense. So it's actually really cool. It ended up being a cool We get there. Thing. We're there now. You're there. So what happened when get yourself to the point when we, we ended up crossing paths. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was just, oddly enough. I was just getting texts from you saying, "Are you there?" And then like you were saying, "Hey, we might come or something." And uh, you know, I was kind of talking to other people and doing right. stuff, and I would see it. And then you, t- I did my set. We played from five to five forty-five. And uh, quick, quick, uh, I guess a quick summarization of that was it was really cool. And I, I hope we can invite it next year because it's a cool thing to do. I did not know how to play that many Beatles songs, so I was forced to learn a bunch of them. And here's the other really, really cool thing about it is it's it's a built-in crowd. So it's almost like cheating. You know what I mean? I didn't mm-hmm. have to – you don't have to win the crowd over. Right. They all they know wanna, the words. They want to <laughs> hear – They want. it's it's like – it's almost like when you're in like a well-established – you know, the stones come out and they go – Like it's – you get all the credit of what someone else did. So it's that built-in crowd thing. So that's – it does feel like cheating uh, a little bit. That must be the allure to tribute bands, obviously, right? Yeah, because good musicians don't really have what it takes to make their own music, or maybe they're just really into playing someone else's. But you have that built-in crowd. The people right. who choose to see a tribute band are there to act as if, right? So, right, because they already they already love right. the stuff. That's like one uh, one of the you know like I have like some stupid go to things I say on stage sometimes, and sometimes after I sing a song where it's like loud or I'm screaming, you didn't do that Borat, did you? I'll go. I was like high five, man. <laughs> no, I was like you'll never get this. La la la. I put my hand by my junk. No, uh, after I got done, I think it was like oh darling or something. I was yelling, and I was like oh, sorry for yelling, at you guys. You know, just like jocularity. And they're like no, keep it up, woo. So you know, everybody wants to hear that kind of thing. But the coolest part about it was I felt like I was in uh, – and this is going to be the warm and fuzzy moment. But I did feel like it was like that movie Inside Out. Um, if you have a chance to play on a beautiful, hot, sunny day and there's a big grass field and see what was cool is my wife brought both of my kids there. So I got my, – my son wasn't really dancing. He was thinking about killing zombies. But I got my three-and-a-half-year-old daughter like in a dress dancing in the grass like to the Beatles music that we were playing. And it was just one of those things like – you do like a mental photo. I was like, that's a core memory. Throw that one away. So even if even if people threw fruit and tomatoes at me afterwards, I'd be like, but it was really cool that I got that that opportunity to do that. Uh, however, yeah, so we did the show. It was great. Everything went fine. Got a hold of you. Just before I saw you, I had talked to my friend Aku, and I had told him, hey, uh, this is a friend of mine, Aku Lopez, and he's always saying, Really, Ben? Really? No. He's always saying, like, I want to do uh, Man on the Street bits. He's told me many times, like, he was going to go to Crown Fest. He wants to, like, um, give out stickers and get recording. He keeps saying he wants video. And I keep telling him it's an audio podcast. But 
we still should film it and put it on the website. In all fairness to him, he doesn't know what a podcast is. He thinks it's live radio. Right. Kind (laughs) of. But I was telling it, but he, 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 um, is a very outgoing dude and he will do whatever. So it's perfect. That became obvious. So we came up with like the street walking bit where I, I, I said, okay, I want you to find the people with the most Beatles gear on or the silliest people, even though it's audio. Cause we want to find people that are saying to the world, I'm hardcore Beatles. Number one Beatles. I fan. love the Beatles. That's why I did my hair like this and this mm-hmm. shirt, and I wore these moccasins. It's so either I... you love the Beatles or Shemp Howard. <laughs> <laughs> right. So on a piece of paper, my my idea was to write three songs, have none of them be Beatles songs, and and then he can go up to people and say, um, you know, which one of these is your favorite Beatles mm-hmm. song? And that was the gag to see what they guess. I had given him a Led Zeppelin one, a Pink Floyd one, I think, in like the Monkees. Credence. A, Credence. Okay, and then I think I was going to throw a Monkees uh, monkey song in for um, like a Red Herring. Mm-hmm. And that's about the time you showed up. And I was like, hey, and then I ran the idea by you. We were laughing so hard at it. You said just do them all in Monkees. That's even funnier. Yeah, it's almost like the Cub Sox thing. It's like what's more insulting <laughs> to a Beatles, a true Beatles fan than to hear another guy who's perpetrating being a Beatles fan and fall for a monkey song being his favorite Beatles song. Right. right. So, so Aku took the idea. Um, I, I had, I had already had a few 18 streets in me at this point. So I scrawled something on a piece of paper and I handed it to him and he went around and he got some of this audio. So that was, I guess what happened next. All right. Let's take a listen. Jim Talon, right. From Hammond, Indiana. I'm going to give you three names. Which one is your favorite Beatles song? Ready? Daydream Believer, Stepping Stones, or Last time, last Train to Clarksville? Last Train to Clarksville in a t- Beatles song. Okay, what about the other two then? Which one's your favorite? <laughs> He's like getting his know. face. He goes one? on the offensive. Daydream Believer and Stepping Stones. Stepping Stones? Stepping Stones. That's your final answer? Yeah. Do you think that's a Beatles song? I don't think so, but I, mean, I don't think there are I any mean, of them. are you a Beatles fan? No. I'm an Alice <laughs> Presley fan. But you know what? That, that's why you didn't get none of them right, because you're not a Beatles fan. Those are all monkey songs. Oh, really? Yes. So there it is. Thank right. you, Jim. Did you put that whistle sound effect in? That just so we're happened. here at the yeah. Beatles Fest in Hammond, Indiana, downtown. What we're trying to do is ask people if they know their favorite Beatles songs, and we'll go ahead and send something out. You know, where are you from? I'm from uh, Griffith, Indiana. And your name is? Sharon Schnorr. Oh, Sharon Schnorr. So if I <laughs> give you three Beatles songs, what, are you going to tell me your favorite Beatles song? Oh, you're going to tell me three? Which three of, of the three okay. is it? Okay, okay. sure, sure, sure. I they both seem confused. Right? Stepping Stones or Last Time to Clarksville. <laughs> Is it the second no, time? No, last uh, train to Clarksville. Yes, that was an early on the earlier message. That was on the earlier one. Wrong. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Lark, Lark's, the first one. La- sorry, last train better. to Clarksville. Yeah. What was that first one? Daydream Believer. Yes. Probably that one. How did, how Just did like a woman, one? not listening. Uh, Daydream <laughs> Believer. And then, and then you got Daydream Believer. You're gonna go with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that your final pick? That, yeah. You're positive. I love how she sings it. <laughs> They're all from the monkeys. Those are the monkey songs. Are you really a Beatles fan? Oh, see, I always thought you were trying to pull my leg. And I am pulling your leg. They're from the Beatles. Well, I thought well, maybe there was an You're not a Beatles fan. They're, the, they're from the monkeys. I thought you were f- You're from good. the monkeys. <laughs>
How you doing? I'm from A, my man, podcast, okay. and what we're trying to do is see what's a. your favorite Beatles song. I'm going to read you three of them. Okay. Okay? You tell me which one's your favorite song. Over the Hill and Far Away, Time, or Day, Daydream Believer. Daydream Believer. Daydream Believer is your favorite song yes. from the Beatles. Yes. You sure? Okay. Is that it? What is your name? Sandra Lopez. Sandra Lopez. And where are you from? Monster, Indiana. Monster, Indiana. And you believe Daydream Believer is your favorite song? He really hammers home. How do you know that song? Daydream Believer. How does it go? I just sing it. Daydream <laughs> I like that he gets him to sing. When all those three songs I said to you were not none of the Beatles songs. Thank you for participating. <laughs> what? No, I don't want to have No, what we're doing is that we're just oh, asking questions. You can listen to your voice on Monday. Um, we're asking questions about Beatles fans. You guys are Beatles fans, I take it. And we're getting all I don't want no commercials. No, it's all commercials. <laughs> all we're doing is asking is what's your favorite and if we give you the first hold on a second, no commercials. I'm not I'm not selling nothing. I just I just need to know. I don't want to hear nothing. You don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, 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 it's that. Hear me, dude. I don't want to hear nothing. He's very upset. I'm gonna Yes. Way above this crap. See, I picked the wrong people. I should have picked the younger ones. But you know what? Thank you for participating. And I should have had him do a sign off. I should have had him do a sign off. That's the the only bad part. But I did want I did want to add that. Uh, you know, I'll give you a couple of these pictures, maybe, uh, or I could just post them on Twitter. You can put them on okay. Facebook. I got a couple of pictures and a little bit of video of him doing it. That last guy. Legitimately wanted to fight oh, yeah. him. You, oh, yeah. you can tell he was agitated from the audio, but that guy, I'm thinking, lives at that corner anyway when they're not <laughs> doing the Beatles Fest. That's why he was like, I can't wait for everyone to go out. Yeah. <laughs> he actually was just really angry that the festival was keeping him awake. The but best he, part was my wife pointed that guy out to him. She goes, Hey, go get that guy. <laughs> she could see the crazy. She spotted the crazy. He was like, Do that guy. And uh, yeah, no. When when you hear him go, like, You hear that dude? Or You got it, dude? That was him getting in his face, basically right. going, like, What are you going to do? I had to do? turn around. And uh, turn my back to it because I was like, "This is good. this guy's getting knocked out, and I don't want nothing to do." Yeah, I got a great picture of him looking at Aku really angry, and uh, and like just like one quarter of your face, like the top quarter. Because <laughs> I remember you going, "That looks pretty obvious, man." Don't take, but I had to get the picture. Yeah. You know, you like, held the camera. I'm like Ben, take a picture over my shoulder, and you, if you were to, you know, <laughs> I wish somebody took a picture of you taking the picture because it was the most. Me and my wife are here How with our I arm around each other, and you're literally like or the camera's behind my head. I'm like. <laughs> What the f- well, listen, a real, like, when, like, when there's a riot going on, you know what I mean? When those uh, photographers, like, when the people for Vice get video, they don't stand back. That's true. You got to get in That's it. That's true. So if, if that guy was going to punch me, so be it. I was getting that shot. <sighs> then we rendezvoused back over by the water thing. We were we were set. Yeah, we were bast in our glory. But um, Aku was the man for doing that. He mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Re- and uh, unfortunately for him, he had a bunch of them, and I had to cut down uh, some of them. Because I think for time. Next time we'll be. Um, I'd like to get him over to the C two E two, you know. And, and isn't, so, isn't Chicago Comic Con coming up? I think it already happened. I think it was really a week ago, maybe what? or two weeks ago. I don't go to that one. It's too big. That one's bigger than C two E two. Yeah, oh. and it's all the way up in, at uh, Rosemont. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know. Mm. Well, <clears throat> we'll get him to something. And when we have our uh, field trip to to Twinkate, eventually go. when that happens, uh, we got to have him there, and maybe he can get. Maybe he can talk to some of the pinballers from us. I get it. So or for us, the after we left there, my wife wanted to go to um, 18th Street Brewery in Hammond. Mm-hmm. Never been there before. No, I'd never been to either location, but I did have an 18th Street Brewery or four at uh, at the Beatles Fest. Yeah, 
And so I was like, okay, you know. They made some- a new beer, uh, like, and they it, they had its inauguration at the festival. It was called Region Rider. That's what it was called? Yeah, it yeah, was just pale ale. I'm glad I know, because now I know what to get. But yeah, anyway, it's good. So we went to the bar, and it, as we sit down, my wife's like, hey, you know, just be careful. You can't order ranch dressing. What, what was the other? <laughs> oh, that's right. I think that's it. I think no, that's... there was one other, something else in ranch, mayonnaise. Mayo and ranch dressing. Oh, no mayo She just can't get mayo. I'm like, what do you mean you can't get mayo and ranch dressing? Apparently, and I don't know if anybody could fill us in, maybe, you know, somebody from 18th Street Brewery themselves can tell us what what is the deal. We will mention it in there. I don't know if it's the brewer or the cook, but I've been there. Why would the brewer care? Because uh, it's his place. Like, it's like he runs it. <laughs> and you, you're that Drew. staunchly hey, against Fox? Yeah. mayonnaise or and or ranch dressing that you would... Yeah, I think he's very involved in, in the overall process. And, and again, I don't know if it's him or the cook, but I think it might even just be him where he's like, hey, that's uh, that's for kids. It ain't going down. You could do that at McDonald's. You ain't doing it here. See, and again, let me just say this before I get on this. The food was great. We had the pork tacos. I had a cheeseburger. We split it with cheese curds. And then what we else? Went what else did you have? That's what I learned from my you buddy You had the, the Cuban, right? Cuban sandwich. Everything was great. Was great. Food was really great. I had a Pepsi. Uh, I gotta and, stop eating good food when I'm buzzed, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because later on you go like, I think it was good, but oh, I don't feel like good. I enjoyed it enough. No, it was good. You enjoyed it. I All could right. tell. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but I didn't log it away. You know what I mean? That one's getting dumped. Uh, so anyway, um, it it just uh, once again, man, we get in this situation where it's like, oh, this place is really cool. The atmosphere is cool. The beer is good. The food's good. But they got this stupid rule about. So hip. It's just I don't so hip. get it. I don't get it. You, you know, know, like the whole thing with, obviously, we talk about this all the time, like Three Floyds, where it's like, oh, we're going to play this music as loud as possible. We're going to play these, like, like a Shakes the Clown or some other movie in the background or, you know, Human Centipede while you you're trying to... I don't think that was going on this time. Uh, not that, but uh, not only that, but at 18th Street, normally, they have the Three Floyds um, playlist. I mean, it's metal, very loud. They had it, but it was. It only seemed like it was going on over the bar area, like where we were in the. Okay, it, it wasn't loud. And, and then they had a band outside too, so maybe just... because they had the band outside. Yeah, uh, right. They it's had a band. A, you were outside. You, you snuck into the patio. I did. I walked out there. It was a private party, but I didn't know what was so private about it, so I went to see. Well, I just wanted it was to just meant I wasn't invited. Encourage everyone to uh, check that place out because uh, you know everything was everything was ranch. solid. Don't ask for ranch. Again, my whole thing about that is. You're really going to turn a per like I w- I would come up if somebody asked for ranch I'd be like hey listen the owner doesn't the owner doesn't like ranch he doesn't like people who ask for ranch right. but right. for you we'll make an exception just don't tell anybody so you really get ranch but you'd get that like the whole thing where we're we're too cool for ranch ranch I, I don't but what I like what I do like about that kind of decision making is you know it gets brought up by a lot of people often is is like uh you know when when someone's in a band to bring it back to music. Usually, most songs are not. I mean, yes, everyone puts their input, but there's one, maybe two main songwriters. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Um, and and most good movies and television and stuff is that way too, where it's like the one or two people are in charge. Um, the anchors. So I I like that because it's like like even as a kid, you, what if you hate ranch and you grow up and you go, when I have a restaurant, it's gonna have great beer and there's going to be no ranch yeah usually it. someone is a voice of reason that goes yo you shouldn't do that because people like ranch but i like that they stuck to their non but if you guns. watch enough bar rescue you'll understand the idea that one episode are you enough. running 
Are you running a, a party for your friends or are you running a business? And really what it comes down to, even more so, is making the customer happy. I mm-hmm. say that. You, you, I know you staunchly disagree with that. You're like, no, you'll get what I give you and that'll be that. It's the you can't come rule. That's how you make it cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. See, the whole thing about three floors where we were you, out of you ranch. can't, you can't drink in the bar standing. You can, you can only be come in the building if there's an actual seat for your ass. Otherwise, you're out of here, or you're standing in the lobby like, like some sort of uh, yeah, leper. I don't care for that. But that also does the same thing. It's like, hey, we have a certain amount of seats. Mm-hmm. It's exclusive. Yeah. There is some exclusivity. But once you get in there, when you're playing, you know, and. It, these are bands like Deicide, like bands that not even metal guys are like. It's super metal, aborted. You know what I mean? Like Cannibal you're, you're, yeah, you're playing stuff like that, and you're talking. You're out on a date. Your your wife's dressed up. You've convinced her to go out. Hey, let's have some good food. Let's have a yeah. charcuterie plate. And you're watching, like I said, you know, you got um, um, charcuterie. A- a- Enter the dragon. Is that you yeah, charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Why? What do you say? Uh, I think I do get many time in hopes of doing it right once. <laughs> I go shockery. So what I'm saying is, is you, you take my glove off and I slap him and I go bring me one of those. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, but you, you know what I mean? Like you're out on a date and you have to like listen to death metal and watch uh, Enter the Dragon with no sound or problem child or whatever they have on the TV. But they're really only catering to like the dudes up at the bar, like their buddies or yeah. whatever the, the guy, the, the guys that come in there every day with the you know the straight brim short welders hat and a beard. But it's working, and, and I think that's t-shirt. why people probably some people may look down on like a figure eight because it's very like restaurant nice, and you gotta I, have gotta that. Gotta be you a happy medium, come. like one trick pony, perfect atmosphere. Yeah, it's not off put. They they do have sports on. Where remember at one trick pony they had the hawks on. They, yeah, they, but I think that was, was over, specifically like, for the playoffs. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, like I don't they, think they, they still did it. Uh, right, 18th no, I, Street wouldn't. Not even that it's a bad. It's just what they do. That's right. their that's their niche. That's how they keep their street cred. I, Look, if they didn't do that, there wouldn't be the buzz, and you might not even go there. Okay, yeah. I know. There, I definitely yeah. don't give me another reason. I'd rather just stay here. You, <laughs> but, but you're would. ultimately what you don't understand is I'd rather just sit right there. Well, I think the guy that loves his sofa that much isn't their main demo. What if they had a bar with just a bunch of lazy boys? Like you didn't have to talk to anybody. You just sit in your own leather recliner. You just have a beer, watch TV. Like um, ESPN. What is it called? Uh, ESPN zone yeah the I've never been to one is corner. that what it's like yeah I used to work there well I interned at a place that did a, a radio show it's there. Ohio Ohio and Wabash, Wabash. downtown yeah, yeah. Um, it is they have a bunch of like lazy boys and sofa type things that people just come out and they go like you want a beer you want food and they bring it to you it's like it's like in Wally when they're all just floating around going like what do you yeah, want to do today it's like that but these bring it up to you it's the ultimate in leisure and charcuterie and convenience. I, I still don't want to have to drive to Chicago for that, but that that opens the whole door. Dude, you'd, think new... a, you'd think there's a market for that in the region, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, come in here and just be lazy as shit. I had this idea, and I hate to blow it right now, but if, if somebody, I guess if someone's going to run with it, instead of doing, like, a, a food truck that goes to bars, what if you just did a breakfast food truck, and you got out around 5 a.m., and you just had people, you said, hey, today I'm going to be in Griffith. <laughs> and you tell people in Griffith, hey, hit me up. This is what I'm making today. You know, I'm making a egg with pastrami and cheese on a bagel or, or on Texas but toast. That's the other thing. Food trucks now have to have ingredients you don't know what they are. Like maple roasted and, hickory. And an heirloom tomato. Uh, and in finish. nut butter. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? And then you just, drove, you just made like, hey, I got 100 of these. They're ready to go. 
you're on your way out to work, you just text me up. As you're pulling out of the driveway, I stop, I do the handoff, I'm on down the road. You want like meals for wheels, but for healthy people. And like, no, and not even cap- healthy. Capable people. Not even healthy. I mean, I make a disgustingly no, but I beautiful mean, like, breakfast sandwich. Isn't meals for wheels for like people that need the assistance? No, it's just convenience. You're on your way to work and you don't want to, you don't want to no, I mean get actual... your tie grease, you know, grease on your tie or whatever. And I just hand you off the sandwich in your driveway. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to see the difference between meals on wheels and that one. Because meals on wheels is used for what? Indigent people. Right. So you want people to on the go moon, on just people though on the they go. were indigent. Yeah, but you don't have to come up to like a roach coach, right? I worked at a machine shop where a yeah. roach coach would pull in. Me too. And everybody stands outside and they go, what? It's what? 630? I'll have uh, four pieces of fried chicken yeah. and a diet Pepsi. Oh, yeah. It's four. It's 630 in the morning. I right? ate the roach coach almost every so day knowing full well it would give me diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same Full way. well. I was like, same that's going to end poorly. Yeah, give me the, the ranch wrap. It comes around. I would tell myself all night because I'd <laughs> smoke time. almost two packs of cigarettes in a 12-hour shift. I smoked at the time. And then I'd say, I'd see the, I'd say, I can't have fried chicken this morning. I had fried chicken yesterday <laughs> and the day before that. And I only work, I work three 12s and then four 12s and then three 12s and then four 12s. And it was either like a, a Polish and a Diet Pepsi and two packs of cigarettes or three breasts of fried chicken and Thai Pepsi and two packs of cigarettes. That's a region as well. Oh, yeah. Bad. But anyway, this wouldn't be a road coach. You wouldn't have to stand out. I would. We would just pass each other. You're coming one way, I'm coming the other, and we just do the quick exchange. You, but there's one option. I'm making this today for breakfast. I'm making waffles. You want a waffle, you text me. I'll bring it to you. The only thing I think I could add to your plan is to have it like how... how Can we use your minivan? You know, um, my the Star Destroyer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely, of course. All for right. for an Sounds extra good. buck. But here's the thing. If I could add to it, it would be like, you know how um, in the Catholic Church, they'd go to confession. You really I heard about you, that. Yeah, we've well, seen it in movies, yeah, right? Sure. That you really can't see sure. the priest so much. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the only thing that would make this less personal. Is like they pull up and they just hand it to you. You don't see them. Maybe they see you, but it'd be nice if they looked forward like yeah. the priest does. That way it's like, just give me my food. All this business. Is, yeah, all business. And you could even PayPal. They don't even have to give you cash right then and there. I don't want them to talk. What if I just I fired into their them. window as we pass? <laughs> if you just like shoot it somehow? Yeah, like a pneumatic tube, like a t-shirt cannon. Like a slide or a gutter <laughs> or something? Just open like, your mouth, I'll fire it into oh, you. Oh, I like that. I like that quite a bit. <laughs> you start spilling your guts too, and though you're like, can I get two tacos? And, uh, oh, I've had a rough <laughs> week. I, I had to write down, I think I was talking to my brother-in-law, I showed you. You're like, hey, what do you got for this week? And I had one thing that said, Ugh. eating chicken is a personal <laughs> thing. Your, your prep work is... Uh... And I, I had to laugh because I was talking about, I don't even remember but why I got on the subject, but if you if you think about eating chicken... And what it must look like to someone else. Like, you have never looked in a mirror while you ate chicken, I'm what, assuming. What form? Oh, uh, fried chicken. Looked in the mirror. Yeah, salmon, Like, watched pork. yourself eat Salmon, yes, pork, no. Okay. It, it, chicken, I'm just no. saying, chicken, like, no. it's, it's the most barbaric thing you could imagine. Off the leg? What do you... Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, regardless, bone. do you eat any fried chicken with a fork? Not really. Right, no. so whether it's off a breast. I mean, in theory, you're thinking, oh, yeah, on a leg, everybody picks a leg. I think, like, barbarian, you like, know turkey, as well like, as I do. Leg. The only difference between a breast, a back, and a leg is a leg you pick up and you move it around like a corn corn cob, right? But the other piece, you just rip it apart with your bare hands and shove it in your mouth. You don't actually pull the chicken to your mouth. Most times, you just tear it off the bone with your fingers, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and to think about it, it's, it's the most primitive form of there, there's no way of making it 
How beautiful would the woman have to be? <laughs> yeah. For but I'm thinking like people go to those uh, Renaissance fairs and stuff, or or Great American Six leg. Flags. How beautiful would that woman have to be to eat a turkey leg in front of you and and you still pitch woo to her later? See, I still feel like okay, the the chicken leg you're all right with. It's when you eat ribs or no, something to where I'm talking about the big the giant turkey Viking. leg. Yeah. No. I like. I don't want to see any of that. I don't want to see you doing it. I don't want to see anybody doing it because it, it just reminds me of... I don't want to see me doing it. Like I, an animal. Like you came into the room and, and you're seeing its back and it's eating the carcass of some sort of other uh, animal. You know what I mean? And they, you turn around. They have the mm-hmm. ghoulish look on you. <laughs> yeah. They're still, still working on strenuous it. Strenuous pieces coming from your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's uh, still moving a little bit. Like, like the, still uh, kicking. What's that thing that lives under Jabba? A uh, uh, salacious crumb. No, underneath Jabba, not on his shoulder. Salacious crumb is the little mouse. Yeah. Or rat. I, was, I pulled that the, out. The, of, the, that was the, a deep pull. I know you did. The the thing underneath. I know right now a bunch of people are yelling at their the radio. Pit? Yeah. The Charlac pit. No. The Sorlac oh, Jesus, dude. is uh, Char- in the pit Charlac. of Carcoon. It's a Sorlac. And Sorlac? It's, it's, There's it's, no it, O involved. Yeah, there is. Oh, it's A S A. Sarlacc pit. Are you sure? I would even put a Sarlacc pit if you if you wanted to. But the thing under Rancor, that's what it is. The Rancor is what lives under Jabba. Oh, right, because Luke oh, yeah. takes the bone and puts it in his. You know, oh, the Rancor monster. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's like, what, oh yeah, I was calling that a Sarlacc. Yeah, okay. Sarlacc yes. pits the thing with the tongue and the teeth. Yeah, the Boba that. Fett you think the he Rancor fell into, monsters... but he really didn't fall into. Right, right, right. right, right. He sh- he because sh- if you read the book, The Mandalorian Armor, he actually escapes that. Everybody knows that. Okay, yeah. And, uh, I never read it. Some nerd Rancor told me. monster is the one <laughs> that Luke takes the bone and sticks it in his... And then the fat guy in cries mouth, when he dies just clarify, you, you stopped and I want to make sure this is a family show. I don't remember how it ends. I just remember... <laughs> yeah. There was a bone and he stuck it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then the fat guy cries. <laughs> And then some CGI chicks sing the new song. Right. And it's like catchy and dumb. Right. And they have blue wieners on their heads. Yeah. And all of a sudden everybody kisses, kiss motions all the time. Oh, God. He mangled those things. I'm, I don't even know what's happening now. That last, remember when they went back? And this is off the topic. <laughs> you of, think? Sort of. Remember when you went back and added stuff and it was like everything, oh, yeah. everything you added sucks. So like the bad. Jabba tail that gets stepped on and Jabba's like, Rrr. yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's so stupid. I remember it was one of those weird things where it's like they go, like, we didn't have the technology to do this at the time, and now I can go back and do it how I really envisioned yeah, it. Right. And it's like, your real envision sucked so bad. I'm so glad you were limited. <laughs> I think that's when we realize that Jim Henson's awful. And, uh, right, it's Jim Henson. And George Lucas did all that crap later. Like, with the singing band that came back and had, like, a full number. Yeah, that's what I meant, George Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Jim, no, Henson, Jim Henson did the puppets for his yeah. studio, I think, did He's the puppets. He's amazing. It may not have been the right outlet for him. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but no, George Lucas is what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Awful. The whole thing. The whole thing. Bad you ruined news. a leg. Here's the thing. You didn't make another movie to ruin a legacy. You took the movies you already had that were great, and you destroyed the ones that we already loved. Yeah. By not making any, adding anything to them except for shitty scenes. Like, I can't believe the scene when they added, when, okay, there was the scene originally filmed, I think Jabba was supposed to be like a dude, like in a big fur coat right. or something, and he's going like, look, Jabba, I got your money. It was Keenan Ivory Wayans, right? Damon. <laughs> and he's, and he's, he walks around him, and because of the way they shot it, well, I don't know the details, but because of the way they shot it, he, uh, you know, he had That's to what walk, I'm talking about. He, he had to walk around him. So, yeah, so when he's, did you just say that? Yeah, he stepped, <laughs> thanks yeah, for so, listening. So, so when his, but when his... I'm I'm just getting to your point. When he steps on it, his eyes get big. Right. I just can't believe there's nobody in in 
any step of that process of animating it, shading it, right. detailing it, nobody said, this is I'm not doing F. it. Corny I know this F. job pays great. I'm just, I won't do it because <laughs> right. I won't have a part, you know what I mean, in ruining my own. I think that's where you get down to people that go, I just want to be a part of this, Star Wars. And you, you're right. There should remember there was the movie. Um, what was it called? A fanbo- about fan, fanboys. Selling out. That's selling out. Okay. You ever seen that movie, Fanboys? Where those guys in like travel? Yeah, they travel to like find the uh, the new Star I think Wars I was movie before it came in out. In deep Kevin Smith phase, and I saw it or something. Yeah. So I mean, you would think there's one guy like you said that's going to stand out and be like, "Listen, I know I really always wanted to have something to do with the Star Wars movies and be a part of." Uh, yeah. You know everything that's going on here, but I got it. Yeah, no, and just like takes the, the film and runs. Do you runs think there was a guy that like his whole dream, like that's his favorite movie, and so like you said, he's finally getting that job, and then like he's like, oh, I can't believe it. Today we're gonna get the script of what it's gonna add, and then he sees it and just like it just breaks his heart. Like, oh, I think that everything oh, you see you in want? the script, you think like. Well, it probably, you know, like when you see the outline of a tattoo and you're like, I don't know how this is going to work out. And then you see the guy fill it out and you're like, okay. Yeah. Or you start getting a haircut and you're like, ooh, this could, this could yeah, go bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then so at one point in editing, did, like his eye job, his eyes get big and they go, what have we done? Right. Oh, God. Like the whole, I, I would assume, now I read, uh, what's there had the, to have been I read, one suicide. I read The Phantom Menace a week before the movie came out. Um, and I was like, I had no. I remember thinking, well, Jar Jar, that really sucks. It's not yeah, that cool of a, a character. But I had no idea how, how much worse it was going to be. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, it's Star Wars or whatever. Can you imagine that movie without pod racing? I know everybody thinks that maybe they didn't like that. But that was the, what that else? Was the what best else? part of yeah, it. Yeah, what else is there? Yeah, no, the, the kid who played Anakin sucked. The, I, the, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, yeah. I think we're going to go back and review this movie. Jesus. How about this? Seven Days of Geese got nothing on my Star Wars <laughs> review. Do I have a bumper for your... Uh, no, I don't. Your movie. Uh, you made one, and I don't know whatever happened to it. i got to find it. But anyway, you did see a movie. Well, why were we talking about Java? Did we ever put a cap on that? No. Okay. I don't know how we got there. Yeah. They should, but... have, they should, they should have had Ranch in one of these movies. <laughs> uh, oh, I was talking about people eating chicken, how it has to be. You you just have to do it by yourself. Or you Oh, know, dude, I got a Benovation, too. If, oh, well. Whatever, yeah, if you want. I mean, I'm yeah. coming whole hog today. Now, this, whether it exists or whether it doesn't exist. <laughs> or you might already be something. Um, I don't think it exists the way that I'm thinking of it exactly. However, it's very similar to the... Um, did I, I think I told you before about my idea where I'd put little magnets on every one of my kids' toys. Yes. And then either walk through with a broom or put other magnets on my shoes. Right. And everything would stick to them and that's how I'd clean up the room. Well, I decided that there's no way... That I'm going to put magnets on everything, but what I will do is install a gutter system around the entire, the entire. Uh, I'll start with one room, and as I can afford to do it, I will do every other room. So I would start with one room and move on to those if I if I could. But this doesn't have to be an unsightly. But what it essentially is, the whole idea is there will be gutters on the edge, inst- like instead of baseboard or in lieu of, of of baseboard and cord around and whatnot. This idea stemmed from. Always, again, still just 8,000 baby dolls, 8,000 zombie toys, a million Nerf bullets. There's just so many of them. And to pick them all up one at a time, dude, it takes forever. Mm -hmm. So here's what I will do. I will take a broom again or another device. If I could sell both, I'd make more money. I will shovel all of them just into these gutters. 
these gutters will flip over and seal and the gutters will kind of like your pneumatic bank thing or if you can't afford that it'll just be one that you can pick up and carry mm-hmm. maybe in two different segments so as to fit in the room you pick that gutter up and you just dump that gutter in your kids room right and eventually they have to clean it up but you got to oh you got you got a party going on in 20 minutes there's no time to cook and clean all this up but there is time to shove everything in the corner right why not just run a pneumatic air tube in the corner of the room and just fire every just toss everything over in the general area and let it get sucked up into the pneumatic air tube same thing except the gut you don't have to do the gutter system just the tube and you could decorate the tube put some wallpaper on it you wouldn't you i like that idea it's just that this is the safety concerns me a little bit about that kind of thing however (laughs) for now and unless we can work out the the do's and don'ts because then first girl that gets her hair sucked in that tube thing now it's bad news right yeah but if we're all responsible adults i like that like after like you have your buddies we don't let girls operate machinery where have you been no but they do get in the way a lot that's true so Oh, are you still more? Well, I would just call it the room gutter, and I would okay. shove everything in there, and it would, and it would, it would be great. I think that's the best one you've come up with yet. I like it. the coffee pillow one was all right, but I think this one, <laughs> this one's a little bit better. I think that the, the overhaul, I, you, you know, I think in the future you got to come up with like a cost analysis, like a, 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 for the overhaul. The gutter thing is not going to be cheap. However, if you <laughs> yeah, are, you have to redo all your floors. Well, yeah. And cut into There's your structural floor. integrity to worry about. Right. If you have a basement, it's even more of an issue. You're probably going to need to pull a permit. Yeah, it depends on who sees you if the guy drives right. by. Town of Highland, you're going to need a permit. <laughs> um, yeah, gutters, they're going to flip. Now, at first I said, well, who's going to want ugly gutters, unsightly gutters? No, because they'll just be, they'll, they'll, they will just rotate. They'll look like wood, right, or whatever. Mm. They could even be wood. Flip it over, gutter. Shove it in there, boom. And it'd be flush with the floor? Yeah. Yeah. Damn good. Yeah, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be schlepping away as a dog catcher forever. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, you got, you saw a movie. I saw two movies, but I'll just give you the one that you gave me a time limit on. One. The Burbs. Uh, you know, I did that, but I didn't have a time limit. Oh. No, I I, I I could do the verbs if you like, but I wanted to knock out Vision Quest because yesterday you tweeted you have 24 hours to watch this Vision <laughs> right. Quest. Well, I'm gonna, that, if and that then, worked, like, then that's yeah. what I'm going to be doing from now on. And so within that, I was like, oh, crap, how am I going to make this Now, happen? I'd have to tell you, I think I, if I were you, I'd be gentle because as you saw, I put that Vision Quest piece in the last episode and I think it, it got a lot of, it got some good response. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys from Reasons Are Several. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm really bad with names, but yeah, uh, this one I should tread lightly because it has everything. I, I feel like the repercussions are going to be swift, and they're going to come in at 180, 168 pounds. So I don't want to offend anyone, uh, lest I have to face the shoot or face the shoot by myself. Right? And I don't want to do that. Go ahead. Okay, Vision Quest. As you know, I don't go into who's in it. I don't go into exactly what they in. But I did, after doing a little um, Ronnie Cox research that involves just pushing Sorry. Google and the name of that movie, um, Matthew Modine. I said, where have I seen this dude before? And he was in Memphis Bell, which I've seen. And he was in Full Metal Jacket, which I've seen. And more recently, he was in Stranger okay. Things. Okay, I was like, are you going to miss this one? What, Stranger Things? Yeah. Oh, well, that, that I mean, it would be easy to miss that, right? Lin- it doesn't look like that anymore. Linda Fiorentino. Yeah, what is she from? Ben in Black, the first one. Probably the only other. I, I had always thought that was Laura Flynn Boyle. I think she's, oh, maybe you're right. Or maybe she just plays the bad, the bad 
I don't remember. No, no, I'm not. Uh, you're right because I you think so. Too. Yeah, she was in, in Men in Black. Yeah, at least yeah, she one. was in Men in Black. At least one. Yeah. Okay. She's a little bit all right, and I'm still convinced that every girl uh, in the '80s was done a great, great, great uh, injustice. Because I was looking at this girl and I go, man, like there was one scene when her hair like wasn't poofy or something. She had it like in a in a beanie. Mm-hmm. She almost looked like hipster esque. And I go, oh, I didn't realize she was that good looking. It was just that crazy hair and all that blush, right? That ruined. Like her. she's actually naturally good she's looking. Very good looking. Yeah. yeah, but it's like when you in the eighties, I think the 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 thing was to make them look way older than they were. Yeah. Which leads me to the fact that every high school in this movie, it was like it was like season four of nine hundred two and zero. I'm like, this, I'm like the youngest one here is 26. Well, there's, there's, I mean, so so Ronnie Cox is in the movie, and you'll know him from uh, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, two, no one. He's is Ronnie the, Cox uh, played uh, the Elmo? police chief of Beverly Hills Police, the police department. He's no, he's the dad. No, not Elmo. That guy had one of those initial names, like T <laughs> H Richie or something. Uh, he was Matthew Modine's dad uh, in, in Vision okay, Quest. Okay, and then. Um, trying to think of there, I don't think there was any other really huge people in it but there didn't really need to, oh uh, the wrestling coach I forget his name I don't know but, but you've seen him in a bunch of I stuff I will touch on the wrestling coach first of all, all right, those of you that this. haven't seen Vision Quest the movie is about uh, is it Luden Swain Loudon Loudon Swain it's it's <laughs> it's about a uh, wrestler in I think they're in Spokane Washington yeah yeah, it's about a wrestler who realized that he's just turned 18 and he hasn't made his mark. And this is going to be his year and he's going to push himself to the limit. You know? So he decides he's going to drop a bunch of weight and fight the best wrestler in the state. Now, conventional thinking would say, why wouldn't you put on weight to fight the biggest, baddest dude? But he clears that up in the movie and he says it's about the guy who's the most agile and has the best mm-hmm. balance, which he right. does have. So he wants to cut a bunch of weight and fight this badass dude. And I ended up doing... I know you're going to be shocked to hear this. Some math, didn't you? You're going to be shocked to hear this, but I'm watching this movie, and I did what I... And I still enjoyed it, but I did what I always did, and I or I always did what I always do, and I turned it around, and I said, hold on, that dude is 168, and he looks huge. He's like... This, shoot. Shoot. Okay. Yeah, shoot was the main guy from a different school, and he was the That's state That's the champ. guy to beat. Never been beaten. Right. Not even close. Right. And when they, when they when you first get eyes on shoot... It's shorts that are scarcely more than boxer briefs, maybe even right. less. You see, you see a lot of quad right. and a lot of hamstring. Okay, this dude's wor- and he's carrying a huge, a, like what looks a like a telephone pole or a timber. I guess yeah. they're up in the northwest. That yeah. would make sense. He's carrying it up these bleachers as he's working those godlike squats. quads. It's crazy yeah. bleacher squats. Yeah, he's going up and down, and then uh, he hears the guys dropping weight, and he says, he says to him, he says, uh, Do you, "You gonna make the weight?" And he goes, "Yeah, I think so." And the guy looks at him with a steely gaze, and he goes. I hope so too, which means he's ready. This guy's right. game on. So that's the plot of this movie. However, the subplot is there's also a girl involved. So not only is he trying to win on the mat, he's trying to win in the bedroom. Right. Um, and it's a coming. So that's a fair estimation of what's yeah. going on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, my first things that I got from it was I, I left my notes at work, but my 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 first <laughs> reaction about was, my preparation. was I. I loved the music right away. It was like Journey, mm-hmm. Madonna. Uh, yeah, well, I'll get to that. It was Journey, and then I think it was sounding like Twisted Sister or something. It was just like this big rock and roll, and it, and it was great. So I was like, man, this is gonna be like Footloose. It's gonna be another movie with awesome music. And everybody's having fun. Um, but then Madonna shows up in it later, and this is a she's side- actually in it, right? She's in it, yeah. And this is a side note. I don't know if when they recorded it, she sang this poorly. 
but we've gone over this before. Madonna, I don't care if she did a Vita or whatever, she cannot sing, dude. She can't. They, the, the song uh, Lucky Star, Crazy right? for You. Oh, that's when she crazy does. Okay, she does. She performs you. Crazy for You. It's in the movie. I counted 732 times. <laughs> it literally plays the song three times a minute. Every time, yeah, it's like every time he sees, right? Yeah. Oh no, it did the movie. It played played about three hundred (laughs) and sixty something times. Yes, it was three times a minute. It literally did play that song every five minutes. She can't sing. It made the movie time appropriate, but (laughs) it it was throwing me off. And you, it. I can't believe you skipped over the part where he. I didn't skip over. I just okay. Keep keep going because I I don't want to uh, non-linear. I want to take this away from you. Oh, okay. well, that's fine. I just, I think scatterbrained. So. Well, there's a point where he kind of rapes or attempts to rape the oh, female. I'm getting there, okay, boy. I'm See? getting there. See? All right, yeah. go ahead. Here's the thing. He seems like a, a, a sweet kid, and it's in the 80s. However, like, it's another, not only do they look old, several times in the movie they refer to, like, uh, I spent last summer eating ribs and drinking beer. Like, everyone, he goes into a bar. I guess it's a restaurant, yeah, maybe. I mean, you got to remember, though. He basically this, hangs out at a bar several times. I think back with his then, teachers, they're all cool with it. it. They probably had a drinking age of 18. You know what I mean? It was probably... Oh, well, he still would have been illegal last summer. But I liked it. I said, look, these guys look like they're 30. Let them be responsible. And then I flipped it again back to me. And I go, geez, when I was that age, I wasn't nearly that... I wasn't cool. I wasn't that no, responsible. Definitely not. I was like, I wasn't that responsible. These guys look like... Uh, and. These guys look like they would do these things too. And the main character, Loudon, mm-hmm. the main character, Loudon, he basically he started wrestling for one year and he was this phenom. He went to Quarter State. Is that how you say it? Quarter State? Mm-hmm. Quarter State? True. Semi Finals. State. It was cool, but he didn't make it to semi. Oh, he went to quarter? Quarterfinals. Quarter, quarter Quarterfinals. Okay, quarter gotcha. um, so he, was, he took to it right away. But this dude was so good at it and so humble about it. That I, again, did what I always do. I always go back to like three or four themes in my life. You went in a garage and listened to Lunatic Fringe? <laughs> no, but that was in it like five times too. But I said, I know this is a glor- uh, a magnified version, but the people in this movie are doing, um, the whole time they're all doing amazing, responsible things for the most part, and they're not that impressed with it. It's just business as usual. And I thought, today... We do less than ever, and we're more proud of it than ever. <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean? Like, I send out a good tweet, and I walk around with my thumbs in my, like, coat, and I go, hey, did you see that shit? How many this guys do like, you think that you knew in your life that were living like Cooch? Who's Loudon's best friend? Cooch <laughs> is Loudon's best friend. You, you can explain Total Cooch 80s like. name for an 80s movie about, a, you know, your buddy. It's <laughs> called Cooch. He refers to the girlfriend as a gash later, <laughs> so not to be confused with gash. He uh, he has a mohawk. He claims to be part uh, Indian at some point in time. His dad... Uh, every point in time. He his, wears feathers in his hair. His dad, if you've ever seen Cabin Boy, his dad is one of the pirates, <laughs> the, the guy that goes, give me a hot cup of joe. Uh, I think that's... Uh, uh, I forget what his name is. But uh, anyway, if you remember, you'll remember that. But uh, his dad's a horrible drunk. And at once, at one point in time, Loudon shows up at Cooch's house to tell him, hey, Cooch, like, I'm going to have to drop to your weight class and defeat you, unfortunately. Uh, and that way I could wrestle shoot on my way down. But there's going to be a time where I have to beat you and wrestle out and all that good stuff. Anybody who knows about wrestling, understand that. But he ends up showing up at Cooch's house and Cooch's dad is literally just 
like you remember that that thing in Karate Kid two where he spins that that little, little drum with the, the drum and it, it, keeps, it punches from one and then he, Daniel yeah. realizes it's a hey that means like punch it. this way then punch that way then punch this way yeah. so basically Cooch's dad is just in there going you're nothing you're nobody and he's, sla- he's just slapping on one side other side other side and Cooch is taking it and he's just he's got tears coming taking out it until he brings up, until he brings up his mom yeah then he fights back and pushes yeah. him to the ground but. That's really the only uh, like character development that they do. Cooch is pretty much the most one-dimensional character in the history of movies, except for that one thing. And I wonder if he was just like, you could I do something crazy with Cooch? Like, I've been thinking about this. And, and I mean, I know there's not a big role for Cooch, but if I could just get him a little bit deeper with this and one. And the co-writer's like, well, we put feathers in his hair. What do you, <laughs> right. how deep do you want this character and he to did go? ride a motorcycle to school. He's got so. like a mullet slash mohawk thing, and he's got feathers in his hair. A mohawk. You really think we need to go deeper than this? <laughs> One thing really? I was impressed was, and I've never seen anybody do this in real life, the pegboard, where you, oh, it's, it's see, a, so you got to jump up. All my notes. You got to jump up, and you put a peg in a board, right? And then there's pegs that go all the way they to the ceiling, and you climb. in high school gyms. Yeah, but nobody ever did it. It was always on the wall, but I've never seen anyone ever. My school didn't even have the pegs. It was just the board. <laughs> it wasn't even offered. It was like mocking me. Like I bet you would like to try that. So sometime. you, so basically, you take one and you go over the other and you use your upper body strength to pull yourself all the way. You know, you're not supposed to use your legs or swing. You're supposed to just use your shoulders and your arms mm-hmm. and your yeah. back to pull yourself all the way to the top. So upper body. And of course, during this, uh, like the culmination scene, like Loudon is like, you know what, whatever, man, and he just starts doing it, and everyone's like, you're not the gonna coach tells to, him, you're not gonna be able to do it, loud, no way. This ain't, you know what, you're dropping too much weight, you're losing iron, this ain't good for He's you. He's bleeding not, out of his nose. Like, it's not your choice. Out. You're not getting down to 168. Basically, someone tells him he can't. Right. You don't tell Loudon Swain he can't. You don't well, do that. So he went out and he proved him wrong. He pegboards to the top, and as he's going up, the kids are going, nobody's ever going that high. And instead of the slow clap, the coach does the slow head, and I'm like, oh my god, you know yeah. what? Yeah. You're the man, that loud. boy. Sure is yeah. something. You got it now. But I'd still be that like, grown hey, man, sure is good at be that. Be great if he climbed all the way down. The coach is like, still, you've lost too much weight. You're losing iron. It's unhealthy. <laughs> that was impressive, and actually, your health is worse for, for doing that. That was a poor decision <laughs> making you just did. I hope you feel good. Uh, yeah. So the whole plot is he's trying to beat this wrestler, and then uh, he meets this girl whose car breaks down, and his dad says, "You can stay." here with us right. although you're a traveling artist with no family you can stay here and with you're us. super hot super hot you can come live with me and my horny teenage son mm-hmm. yeah and, and when Loudon <laughs> first meets her he sits down at this restaurant to meet her he's me like he's like i'm 18 draft age as of three days ago and she's like excited and he's like what do you think of that like how old are you like he's he's a weird here's what's so weird he's half like like, oh, shucks, I'm from the farm. Right. I don't think about the, oh, uh, you're a woman. You know what I mean? Half he's, Ron Howard, half Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> he's he's extremely, uh, like, humble. And, and all this, he has all this humility. And, like, he's such a, 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 a gentleman. And then with the next breath, he'll be like, yeah, I'll give you something to play with. Like, right. it's crazy. Right. He's, like, he's sniffing her underwear. He's throwing her down. Just... He sniffs her panties like it's no big deal. And then, it, yeah, and at one point, because he gets mad because he thinks she's banging his teacher. Which he is. He he, uh, he saw them together at a restaurant. Yeah, but you could infer And I immediately ages. was like, oh, they're both concerned about him. They're talking about him or something. Yeah. Like, it's just a, like a... Like but a, she's supposed to be, like, 22, and the teacher's, like, obviously, like, you know, 40. Right. Yeah, she's 21, but she's been 21 since she was And not 14. to mention, you know, being in the 80s, the teacher's black as well. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like that had to be like for that time probably yeah. pretty. Oh, in Spokane, yeah, yeah. this is even even more uh, egregious. I don't I know. Guess, they're pretty him. liberal up there. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah. but at any rate, yeah, he's such a gentleman. But he will flip modes, and at one point he gets mad at her. And he throws her on the bed and gets on top of her. And he goes like, "You effed him. Why don't you f me?" <laughs> you know, and uh, and uh, even though he's like all state wrestler, she did well slap him and get off. So he wasn't. He doesn't have his heart set on on taking it. He'd rather have right. it given to him. Uh, so all this time while he's half heartedly pitching woo to this girl, he'll bring up stuff. Like the script writing is so weird. It's like he'll he'll bring up stuff like uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but I never made it with a girl. And then he tells her a story about how he could have in eighth grade, but he decided not to because he was in the basement with a bunch of guys and they were all taking turns with this guy's sister. But he decided, nah, this isn't the way I want to do it. Didn't have any problem with anyone else doing it. Right. Totally cool. <laughs> this is eighth grade, and in the four years since he's never done it, so he's always real shy about t- like. I'm He's not, a ba- though, I'm because why would he... You know, here's the thing. I, I see where you're going with it. It's like, at one point, the dude's like a very... Has a lot of vibrato when it comes to his wrestling. He's sort of like a tough guy. And then the other half of it, he's that shy, meek dude. But why would you tell a girl, hey, I'm completely unexperienced, like, you know, an older girl that you're trying to impress, but it worked. Because I, everything let's, he let's, said was always like an invitation for her to go, all right, I'll give you a go. Right. That's And that's what, it, that, I think that's what, what it ended yeah, up happening. Like I never did that. I'll give you a go. Oh, I don't know what it's like to lay by a girl. Well, like, you know what I mean? Right. Everything is like that. But I did, I wish I had my notes because I'm such a bad storyteller, but uh, I did write down every time he told a weird personal thing to an adult or somebody he shouldn't say it to. He told his poetry teacher, the guy who she was sleeping with, maybe, uh, that he was so amped up from having a girl live in his house that he, he can't stop getting boners. <laughs> and so that's why he passed out because he, he's not eating. So he passes out. He gets nosebleeds and he, and he goes, yeah, well, you know, and he, he, he says it's because he can't stop getting boners. And that's why it is. Then he does. Oh, oh by the way, they just throw in the fact that he's an amazing writer and also is going right. to be a doctor. Right. While, while he's just wrestling all the time, he's also going to be a doctor. And raping. He's not raping and wrestling, or both. He's uh, attempted to be a rape. To be, to be fair. So the girl that works for the newspaper is like, "You write the best articles ever." Everyone seems to tell him he does the best. Well, isn't everything. there always a girl that's like a little bit homely and uh-huh. that like tries is trying to get with him? But right. in this movie, they they sort of flip it and they're like, "Yeah, he acknowledges that, and he still doesn't end up with her anyway." Yeah, he's, he's on like, a vision quest. <laughs> yeah, he, he vision. can't waste time. That would throw him off of his right. Indian journey. So. The inappropriate stories he tells are he tells his, te- his teacher he can't stop getting erections. He tells um, his dad he's writing a story for the paper about the clitoris. And he's like, isn't that a bit weird for school? And he's like, ah, oh, come on, dad. It's a, it's a and his dad is like an old school farm dad. Yeah, but he doesn't really say why. He just says he's writing a story about the clitoris. And he gives it to the reporter and she's like, this is the we're gonna we're gonna make it on the map. This is the best story about a clitoris I've ever seen. Don't you find it hard to believe that his dad even knows what that is, or would even be would even entertain? Well, he tells Elmo at work about it, and he goes, "I don't exactly know what it looks like, but I know kind of where it is." <laughs> then he, uh, I think, the other inappropriate stories he tells her that he almost lost his virginity running mm-hmm. a train on some girl when he was thirteen or fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I wish I wrote down more, but he's just this normal dude. And all of a sudden, he'll be like, 
Oh, but you'd be like, look, I'm just a, uh, I'm just a poor farm kid. I can't stop getting boners. It's crazy. <laughs> and he's like, Dad, you know me. I'm just a hardworking wrestler. Hey, I'm writing this story about uh, female genitalia. Now, you know, in retrospect, I feel weird for saying it that many times, but he does do it. Right. Maybe, well, you. maybe you can, can you just cut all those out? No. Okay. Uh, he's super, super awkward about that. Uh, eventually, he goes to, a, he goes on a road trip to visit his grandpa, and the girl comes with him, and decides that. Uh, that she's finally going to give it up. Yeah. Yeah, because she sees how he is with his grandpa and sees what a great guy he is. Right. Uh, not the night his grandpa. They spend a night in the tent where it doesn't happen. Right. But the next day in the field. You in know? the open. He's basically... Starts crazy talking. for you again. Crazy for you. Yeah, again. Because here's what they did. They kind of did what they do with Superman. You know how he does everything great? And he kisses you and you forget? Yes, mm-hmm. I know. Same thing. Right. Exact same yeah. thing. Well, you know, we were. I, I was complaining about how he does everything perfect and it's just mm. too much well this guy is going to be a doctor he gets poetry because he states that he gets it and he mm. explains it in class when nobody else will speak up he's the only one with the guts and fortitude to do it mm-hmm. uh, he's the best wrestler he gets the girl um, it's everything right like he doesn't do it he does try to rape her once but other than that right. other than that slight misstep um she did have a coming because she left can, her underwear out where he could being, get to it. I don't want to be attacked for missing the light of it. <laughs> well, it's definitely not good to do it. But this guy, right. this, this is fictional. But this guy's a reason. I mean, I think that you're you're skipping over one of the things that's always baffled me was that I mean, you touched on it where you're I've supposed to believe that he's quest. coming down in weight to meet Shoot when in Pretty reality huge. Shoot is a beast shoot is a monster shoot i wouldn't i don't care what you're trying to prove shoot first of all shoot is probably the actor that plays shoot is probably 46 maybe playing a <laughs> 17 year old boy i wasn't boy. entirely not convinced Dude, that it was Dolph Lundgren at first i once took a picture of uh for my facebook profile and put my face on shoot and one of my buddy's wives was like, dude, hell yeah. Like, man, you've been working you. out. Like, and I thought, Shoot is the perfect male body, man. Shoot's, like, You're buff for an older shoot, dude. Shoot's jacked. He's oh. yoked. He looks like Guile in real life from yeah. Street Fighter 2. And, and the guy, I don't think that guy, I wish we would have checked, but I don't know that he's ever been in any other movie because he's a he's horrible actor. Like two things. He's a horrible actor. He doesn't even have a profile photo but, <laughs> on IMDb. There's nothing. There's It's a picture of like a... It's it Tom from MySpace. It might as well have been a Twitter egg. <laughs> That's all it was. Uh, so, but like you said, the dude's thighs. His, I mean, oh, the guy, there, the, listen. Th- this guy's a grown man, and and he's wrestling Matthew Modine, who's probably more age appropriate at the time they made the movie. I bet you Matthew Modine's probably twenty three, and he's playing an eighteen year old. But he looks, he's he's still got like a lot, it's like a boyish, younger look to him. Looks, yeah. But yeah, shoot, looked like a shoot, looked like my dad, man. I remember yeah, watching and I'm like, dude, I don't wrestle shoot. No. Like, he's a huge, let Cooch Shouldn't. wrestle shoot. His name is shoot. <laughs> he's going to shoot in on you. It's not going to go well. <laughs> Which, you know, obviously is probably why his name is shoot. Yeah, they know, spell but, it with a CH. Well, U-T-E. I watched it with the captions. Him and shoot actually had a, a pre-wrestle showdown in front of the girl too. Yeah. If you remember. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that wasn't the time or place for it. No, definitely not. Um, so all, all in all, I mean, how, how does it fare in, in all the movies I've had you watch? Like, we're, we're oh, what about Otto? What about the scene that I played? Did it move oh, you when you saw it? Scene? I mean, you heard it on the podcast, but did, when you I saw it, sort of, it got it got tipped. The bit got tipped yeah. by me hearing it. Uh, still a good scene though. What about and the fact that he? This guy doesn't have money to spare. He lives in a crummy little apartment. <laughs> he works at a hotel. 
or a restaurant. It doesn't even, yeah, I don't restaurant. think that was an apartment. Wasn't it just a hotel room? You might just live in a room of the Seems hotel. Seems like pretty much everybody He does. shaved, got a haircut, and lost a night's pay. All to see six minutes of... It's not just six minutes. It's it's glory. You know what I mean? Which Loudon was going to walk out on. He after wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Oh, what about... I, I another guess I can't thing come to the whole movie. Was, he wasn't going to do the plot of the entire movie <laughs> because the girl left for no reason. What about the... F- what about... There was another almost really awkward, like, gay rapish scene. Oh. Did you oh, not pick up right. on that? No, I did pick up on so, that. I so how does sure, that... Like, what does sure it have would... to do with the movie? No. It's so... Nothing, like now the, that you mention it. So so Loudon works as a porter at a hotel. Like, you know, basically you call room service, he brings you your towels, he brings you your food, and he goes into a guy's room, and Loudon is, you know, he's a wrestler, so he's in decent shape, and a, this guy is doing Tai Chi. In the Like, he orders food, yet mm-hmm. Loudon knocks... two pieces and, of pie and a coffee. Hmm. And, and Loudon, Curious. Loudon, the door's open, and Loudon, like, comes in the guy's room, and the dude's got his back to him. I don't remember if his shirt was off or not, but his he's, off. He's, he's doing tight. No, he's know. doing Tai Chi, right? Knowing that the guy's coming up there, obviously, to okay. deliver him the food. And he gets loud in the room and then he quickly turns around. He's like, oh, sorry, I was I was doing some Tai Chi. And Loud's like, oh, that's pretty cool. What's that? And he comes over and you ever, you know, like uh, uh, in those movies where in the 80s where a girl's shooting pool, like the guy gets the girl to shoot pool. I feel so like it could happen in Roadhouse. He, he, he could, yeah, probably. So where he could come up behind her and, and like nuts to butts. You know, and, and grab the pool stick with her mm-hmm. so he could get up close. That's what this guy did. He basically puts Loudon in a Tai Chi pose. Showing him the moves. And then gets behind him nuts to butts and tries to, like, starts rubbing his body I down. totally forgot about that. And then Loudon, like, run. The guy's like, hey, you know, we, you should come by and we could do Tai Chi together at another time. And Loudon's like, Dude, I gotta go. And he just literally takes off running out of the room, right? And then yeah. it, it's never talked about again. Yeah, and then his, his Indian buddy goes... Oh man, you ever get laid at that job? And he goes, "No, but some dude grabbed my wad today." <laughs> hmm. All right. So was that, so that whole happened. thing to set up for? And, and but Cooch doesn't even isn't even think, like, "Let's go back." And, but you've seen a lot of times. Think does that scene have any relevance? No, whatsoever. I've probably seen the movie I, probably twenty five times. May, you know, around okay. that because I've seen it a ton of times. Is it but, just to enforce homophobia? I I don't know because see, sometimes I think that okay, you're going a certain way. And you go like, "What's the end of this movie?" Like, obviously, loud and beat shoot, but what else can happen? And then you have a couple he ideas. Some sort of tai Chi move that helps him win, right? That would. When I saw that, I go, "Oh, this guy's going to teach him breathing, some tai chi. maybe a breathing technique." In, uh, in the wrestling sequence, you see Loudon close his eyes and go to a different plate, but that mind doesn't and happen. Body. It doesn't happen. No, no. So he just gets his wad grabbed. It seems like Spokane, Spokane is a very dangerous place where where. A lot of sexual misconduct. It's like takes the place. animal kingdom. People just take what they want. But see, here's the thing: I didn't. I thought that he was just doing the tai chi. I honestly like looked at it like, oh, he's just showing him, and Loudon's not used to it. So he's like, whoa, dude, like get off me! Like this seems gay. And later on, he go, hey, I overreacted. Can you show me those moves? It never happens. He's like, no. no, no, I really was trying to grab it. That's and- why I brought two pieces of pie because afterwards I like coffee, and you can have a piece of pie on the way out. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because, well, when you, after, right, when you get to the credits, you're thinking back and you're going like, what did that have to do? Like, how did that I even play into the story? It, it doesn't. So that's one of those, like, red herrings where you're like, where, was the story going to go a certain way and so they change they it up at the end? cut out the lovemaking scene that Between Loudon the f- and the Tai Chi teacher? Yes. <laughs> no, that that would have got they, them a hard R. And I guess they, they cut out two scenes <laughs> then. But no, when, when she finally uh, uh, goes along with him, and they make sweet amore right. in the field of wheat. Um, they could have 
like they cut that scene because they had to have time for that dude grabbing his junk in the hotel. <laughs> right. Yeah. I they could have showed boobies. I think it's a need... famous '80s movie with no boobies. Oh, there, they there are. She ha- she has no no through, bra through a wife '80s beater. wife Peter boobies. Just yeah. like like a Sarah Connor at the 16 minute mark, she does <laughs> through the wife. Beater. All right, Mister Skin. But I remember a couple of my notes. That still counts though. Maybe it was four. Because you remember it. You're definitely like, whoa. Yeah. Well, I remember wrote like, okay, like that's when the boobies. But, but. Was well, here's the thing. I think I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if because of the, the. 16 attempted, there for no reason. The attempted rape scene or that like, you know, that scene. Mm. I bet you the censors were like, hey, you can only have so much of this or that. <laughs> so you can either have full rape scene or. Boobs, no shirt. <laughs> I didn't want the rapes. You know, one of the the making sweet amore in the field of wheat, or the yoga sex scene. You got to pick. Yeah. Like, so he just went. I'll take the the shirt with the boobs. I would like to be it. the guy that played that character. Like you were in Vision Quest. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. yeah what would you, what'd you play? <laughs> like uh, oh, gay tai teach. Didn't you end up coming back at the end to like um like the crane kick? Nope. Just <laughs> yeah. no. Nah, that was it. No, I was a shoe salesman that did gay tai chi. Right, but it got weird, and then like at the end, like you showed up and you were like, um, you know what I mean, like go loud, and sweep the leg or whatever. And he's like, no, no, I just, just the first, just the first awful yeah. part I told you about. <laughs> think about the casting call for that. They're like, you know, what, what did they have to ask for for that role? Or do you think it was just like a dude on the set that's like, you know, what else could we throw? Hey, do you want to be like a gay tai chi, a tai chi guy in the hotel? <laughs> I don't know how did that because it doesn't make sense. He's like crap. I only know Brazilian. For any of you guys who do podcasts, this the anybody that's still listening to our podcast that does any of these other podcasts that we used to still be friendly to this with episode. Uh, if you have uh, the ability to reach out to Matthew Modine or anybody else that was part of Vision Quest and find out specifically what that scene had to do with any other part of the movie, please let us know. That's a uh, that's that's all I have to ask on that. Okay, so. How many pairs of wrestling shoes? How many singlets do you give, I give this? Um, Three point seven five out of five singlets. Sweet. Yeah, because I, I, I did enjoy it. Uh, I did feel like it was cheating by making the main character great at everything and also sensitive. That was a little bit over the top for me. However, the music was On great, point. and the fact that high schoolers were able to drink beer put it over the top. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. You got anything else this week? We are at the one hour and ten minute mark. Yeah, well, 45 minutes of this vision quest. Jeez, uh, we did talk about Twin Cade. I thought you may want to talk about my Street Fighter 2 Yeah, let's, 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 talk, let's talk about it, man. It's fine. So while we were at Twin Cade. Me, you, day, and my wife. Yes. I was third wheeling it, and it was great. And uh, I bought $5 worth of tokens, thinking I'll walk around this place. I'll play some games or whatever. Turns out I only needed one or two of them. I didn't know I would have such a prolonged dominance in Street Fighter 2. And like I said on Twitter today, I you ever seen that movie, I think it's called The Wizard with Fred Savage when he yeah. goes when he's playing Nintendo uh, professionally as a child. Also a last starfighter. I was waiting for a crowd to assemble behind you because not because you were doing good at Street Fighter but because the ass you were making of yourself. <laughs> How do you you, you made by, by laying waste dude, to competition. You almost did. You were like Leslie Nielsen in a Naked Gun, dude. I was when he was umpiring. Humble. You were you were doing the you know the dance. Between. I was humble as loud oh, my lord. And as you, I posted a, a video. I'm sure you saw it on Twitter that I took of you uh, fighting the um, 
The gentleman yeah, that no, took over no, after me. You didn't take any video of, of his dejected look. No. You didn't take any video of... He was of, serious. Well, of, he, he, that was the one round he beat you, like, caught on film. Yeah. And that oh, was it did for him. you? Yeah. Uh, you didn't get video of his girlfriend looking, like, 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 so disappointed? I was afraid for you. The guy tried four different characters. And let's be honest, kept, you did you tell think, me to wait for you before I... Because we were going to leave, and you're like, dude, you might want to wait. <laughs> I get rolled in the parking lot. I don't remember that. Yeah. What? No, that was, yeah. By his girlfriend. Rolled. Which she was legitimate very, chola. Yeah. Oh yeah. She can cut me. Yeah, absolutely. But no, that was pretty sweet. So I guess from now on, I'll just be like, hey, I'll bring, you know, one quarter, and I'll and I'll have have me a blast. I blast. feel like you were, and I, I hate to say this, but you found that one two move combo that you just <laughs> knew how where to land yes. and how to throw it. You did the Hadioken. You know what the great fire blast. The great you Michael Phelps. The great Michael Phelps says that. Uh, uh, Winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like that's the great Vin Diesel you're... says, by an inch or a mile. He lives his life, Lyle, uh, he lives his life a quarter, quarter mile at a time. time. Yeah. Uh, nah, I got lucky playing one game. I don't even, I, I don't know. I just feel like because we never go out anywhere together and I never do good at anything. So it was like. We spent an obscene amount of time together as yeah, far as almost... like our whole relationship together. That was, that was, that was a lot of time. Yeah. We're going to podcast like the next day. And I was like, yeah, that's we can take a day off. That's not, that's a little, that's a bit much. Uh, no, uh, but the beer were, the beers were definitely flowing. Yeah. No, it was great. Did you ever see Jim Jeffries freedom? That's the latest one where he, yeah. he goes on and on about how America is stupid and gun pe- people that like guns are dumb. No, I think the gun was, I saw him live. The, the gun was a previous one. Is it the one where he's he's not drinking, and he complains? He he talks a lot about how people didn't like his last special because they thought he was uh, a, a misogynist. No, no, not not no, not <laughs> no. so much. No, this is this is I don't know a few months or within the past six. Does months, he have a maybe? chair on the stage? Is he wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> I pretty I think I've seen them all. Is that his thing? Does he always sit in a chair? Yeah. Well, he definitely used to when he was when he was drinking. He had a, like a like a lazy boy or like some sort of like big old. No, chair he talks a bit about raising raising his son mm-hmm. and his jokes about that. And then he does a a big thing on like the election. He does a bit on like just the election as a whole, and then on, on Trump. He takes on Trump a bit, but you know, I think I think he might take on like one. I haven't seen all of them, but I got the feeling from him mentioning other ones because he said he got a lot of shit for his got a thing on gun control. Mm. He does like ten minutes on guns. Yeah, I, saw, I did see it. Yeah, pretty funny stuff. And he's done uh, he's done a bit on um, like atheism. He's mm-hmm. he's an outspoken atheist. So um, so obviously, like everything, I'm like this guy's got some pretty good material. You know what I mean? Then he then he takes a dump on Trump, and I'm like, what's not to love? The I. I like Jim Jeffries for the most part, but anytime I hear, like, especially a British person criticizing anything America, it it turns me off immediately. He he covers that a bit. He does say something. He's like, "Oh, you guys, you're not even from here, so how can you talk shit?" Uh, He he goes into it. I mean, it's not that. It's just that I'm I just annoyed by the accent in general and he's not even british he's australian no i get it i don't right. like when ricky gervais does it either. right like oh. how can be people in america it's like well don't he, ricky here. gervais is so smug. i mean I, I do think he can be funny but i think he's one of these smuggest like i don't like his, his i have a hard time john with, oliver i have a hard time with him i think he like i think he can be funny but is the same as uh was danny mckay is that the guy from uh Vice Principal. No, Danny McBride. McBride. I'm sorry. Uh, McKay's the writer. Adam mm-hmm. McKay. Adam McKay. Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride. I I forced myself to watch some of that Vice Principal show. Uh, you didn't like it. I don't like Eastbound Down and Out. I got a buddy no, at work that just lo- Eastbound and Down. <laughs> Whatever. No. Yeah. Uh, I got a, a friend at work who's always telling me like you got to watch it. You got to. And I only just, like the first two seasons. 
I just um just not into it. Like I I see what he's doing and it's kind of funny, but I'm like I dislike him. Like George Costanza is very dislikable. He does things that are like uh you know some pretty he's a, a heel for sure. Pretty egregious behavior, but it like but it's funny. It makes me laugh. I feel like this guy's just like crude and that's it doesn't he does Danny McBride. It's not smart dirty. That makes sense that, to you. To me, like, it's not smart dirty. It's just dirty. And see, that's how I look at um, South Park because I look at it and I go, oh, oh you know, just bear with me. Uh, I, I look at it and I go, well, okay, we've we've got over, you know, Futurama, same thing, any of those things where it's like, okay, we have com- we have cartoons that are saying vulgar things. Get great. I'm, I'm past right. it. I can't see past that. You can't see so past like talking poop. You, yeah, you are like, well, if you see past it, you can look and you know, there's, it's funny, that's it but exactly. you have to get past that. Yeah. But you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like you look at Danny McBride and you're like, oh, this guy, like a lot of people say the same thing about right. Seth Rogen. Like, oh yeah, you know, he does this one thing. Yeah. But it's like, if you can enjoy that one thing, he does it really well. Yeah, he does. You know? And I'm not saying people are It's the same character. Not. I just don't, uh, it just doesn't do it for me. It's the same character as he is in Eastbound and Down. I mean, he it's and out it's it's not the same character but it is like he does one thing he, and, and, and yeah in every movie i've ever seen him in he's the same character people have accused will ferrell of doing that my brother mark says he definitely all oh, too will ferrell's the same thing every time but i always find it funny so yeah i guess if you just dig it or you don't yeah so but shane vendrell like, plays like a gay vice principal dude it's still better than when he was on sons of anarchy and had boobs so you know um, yeah, that. I, I guess you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, still trying to make a push. <laughs> yeah, I'm still. Tr- That's a I push. still want him to be Shane. Yeah, he'll you always know. be Shane to me. I don't care how silly Agreed. he thinks he can act like a vice principal, just like Omar from The Wire on. Yeah, the night of. Yeah, you have to date on that. My wife or only. Oh, yeah, I'm one by. I saw you. I saw you tweeting about it today. Yeah, yeah. Don't blow it for people. You know well, what I mean? Hey, you got a one. You got you, you got a you got a six hour uh, window on spoilers. No, if it's if it's a if it's a crime drama, I don't I don't blame people for pointing out <laughs> stuff like that. That's smart. That's good. I'm one episode behind on that, but uh, right. Jim Jeffries' Freedom is good. Check it out. It's funny. It's on Netflix. It's free. Apparently, I watched. You know what? I was just working uh, the midnight shift, so. I had like this bout with insomnia, so I would put Netflix on and try to sleep, and I would end up watching. A, that's how I was able to see um, all these movies. Still didn't watch Harmon Quest though. I did, I couldn't do it at all. Couldn't do really? it. Really? Couldn't do it. At all. I I couldn't remember the name of it, and it was similar to <laughs> what time do I go on on stage at mm-hmm. Beatles Fest? I was like, I gotta go back and listen. I couldn't remember. So you you just haven't found it yet. Uh, you didn't find it, start watching and go like, no, sucks, I'm, I'm not like out. Like I won't do okay. it. I just was like, where is it at? How do I, I had to go, I had to buy vision quest. All right. Well, Ben's got a whole nother week, right? Mm-hmm. Before the next podcast. So let's, let's, let's pick a movie for him. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, uh, at due to the Hey My Man podcast page. And we'll, we'll keep the, uh, instead of doing Ben's or mine, do it on that page. And then Ben can tweet from his account, but I'd like to keep the conversation on that page just to draw some attention to the podcast page. Does that make sense? It does. It does make sense. Thanks for everybody that uh, took part in uh, Aku's. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you if, call it? Well, he told him contact us on Facebook and we can send you something. I got ideas of making some more merch. I'm actually excited. All right. Cool. Uh, we will see you in episode 123 later.
Day to start again. 